If you're anything like me, you are probably tired of spending all your money on takeout or you're over all the stress that comes with meal planning. Listen, Factor Meals is here to save the day. I mean, imagine this. Delicious, chef-crafted meals delivered right to your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Y'all, no more grocery shopping, no more shopping, no more dishes. Just restaurant quality goodness made with fresh high quality ingredients. I love Factor. Factor offers over 35 different options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and so much more. Whatever your diet is, they have you covered. Plus, they have over 55 delicious add-ons like breakfast smoothies and protein bars to keep you fueled all day long. And the meals are good. Every meal that I've had has been so good. And let's talk numbers. Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved. So you know you're getting the good stuff. You can choose as many or as few meals as you need from 6 to 18 per week. And you can even pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your busy schedule. I prefer to use Factor for my lunch meals because that is the time of the day where I'm super busy. So I can just grab something out of the fridge and not have to worry about it. So why don't you diss the stress and step into your bravado with Factor Meals. They're perfect for the boss babe on the go, the queen who values her time, and the woman who deserves delicious healthy food without the hassle. So are you ready to reclaim your kitchen throne? Head to factormeals.com bravado50 and use code bravado50 to get 50% off. That's right, you heard me, I said 50% off. So go to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50. Do not miss out, sis. Bravado podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back to the um girl what the platform. <laughs> <laughs> Today we want to talk about um cohorting and cohabitating. Cohorting. It's not cohorting. <laughs> you it's are in court- um school school mode, right? Okay. We're talking about courting. Courting. What the f- in cohabitating. And cohabitating. There we go. Courting and cohabitating. Wow. So, um... First, before we get into that, did you guys like our theme music? Oh, yeah. I'm really interested to know because I only heard one... Piece of feedback. One piece of feedback, and I want to know, like, you know, if you guys are feeling it or not. Feeling it or not. Um, this is our second time recording this episode. We just wanted to make sure that we went as... Or in, in depth, depth. And, um, and we allowed for as much detail within our conversation as possible. We really want to curate and be intentional with the podcast and what we're discussing and not just throw out our opinions without facts. Facts. And or other insight to support yeah, our opinions. A little evidence to back it up. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you guys can feel it. So 
with our courting and cohabitation podcast, we want to talk about a multitude of things. I really think that um, courting has become like a main topic of conversation lately. Like if I'm just scrolling through Twitter, there's like a lot of conversation and back and forth about taking women out on dates. And I don't think our generation or maybe just people in general understand that there's a difference between courting and dating. And what we have been doing is Is dating. dating. Why don't you give them the um, definition? Per Webster's Dictionary. Give them the definition, T. Okay, I will give you the definition. So, courting is to be involved with someone romantically, typically with the intention of marrying or paying a special or paying special attention to someone in an attempt to win their support or favor. To woo them. Yes, but the main idea here is that you have the intention of marrying them. Yes. And if that fades away, then the courting stops there. You don't force it. You don't continue the relationship, the dating, whatever. It ends there. But what we what we have been participating in, guilty, <laughs> is, is dating. Re- more recreational, like just something to do. Like we spend time with each other. We go out. We do activities. The casual, casual, casual. Yeah, the casual, but Mm -hmm. there's no lead up. Yes. Because men and women usually tend to date with no commitment towards marriage. There's no... There might be the idea like, oh, I I would like to be married down the line. Maybe maybe we will get married, but our actions aren't intently leading up to marriage. Right. We're not taking the necessary steps, I guess you can say. Mm Mm-hmm. That will lead to a marriage. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the difference between courting and dating, what courting looks like. If you would like to participate in courting and you have the intent to get married, what that essentially looks like and how it differs from just dating someone. Right? You're right. Okay. <laughs> um, so... Outside of the definition, I think it's safe to say not all the fellas, but some of the fellas are missing the aspect of courting the women. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the person that they're interested in, maybe they're not even, maybe they don't even want to be courted. And it could be because the daddies are falling short. Maybe they're Back not to able the to parent, see. Back to the parent issues, mom issues, daddy issues. Yes. I agree. I think that that's your first example, your mm-hmm. father. Mm-hmm. Men typically aspire to be like their father, so what they see their father's display, that's what they pick up on. Yes. And that's what they, um, those are the characteristics that they show and that they display when dealing with women. So if you did not see your father take your mother or maybe if they were separated, um, his lady friend out on dates, Mm-hmm. And treat her to nice things, then they probably that's, won't. Right, that's something that's down. unfamiliar to you. So when it's presented to you, or when it's expected of you, you think, "What the hell, like, girl, nah, we ain't about to do that." Not the like, girl, nah. <laughs> that's how men act. I've seen men on social media consider taking someone someone out on a date or courting them as tricking. Right, the the meal, the meal. Like, 
Like, I'm not about to do that. I'm not about to invest. How is, first of all, you should want to invest. Because no, wait, no. You shouldn't want to invest? Come on, don't back up now. I'm Look. backing up. <laughs> um, I mean, that's the thing. Now, if we're talking about courting and dating, if okay. someone doesn't want to invest, maybe they don't see themselves being married to that person. Dating is casual. If you're casually dating, that that's key. First off is okay. defining the goals. Define what it is that you're looking for in a relationship. If you know that you're in the at the age or the pinnacle where you feel like you're ready I to want to be down. courted and that the next person that I am involved with will be my significant other for life, a lifetime partner, then yes, you should not be ex- accepting casual dates and kind of sharing your energy with multiple people and conserving your efforts for one person. But maybe you are maybe you do only want to do the casual casual. Maybe you don't want to be married right now and you just want to have some casual fun, a couple dinner dates. So I think that if you want to just go out and have a couple dates, that's fine. If the intention is not to be married and not to want to be courted. Not that the not that the guys have to be tricking off. Like you're not tricking by just dating someone. No, you're definitely not tricking, but okay, let's let's go back. Mm-hmm. You say you just want to have casual fun and just hang out. Girls just want to have fun. That's when this starts <laughs> the the blinds start getting blurred because we say we want to have casual fun and just hang out. But we start participating in activities that exceed casual fun right. and just hanging out. Agreed. So what Agreed. do we do when we come? What do we do? I mean, that's and that's why it's subjective. Every every situation of dating and courting is unique. Everybody's situation is different. You no, know there's what I mean? too many. That's the thing. We 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 blur lines and we make definitions blur fit lines. to our, <laughs> we make definitions fit to our situation. There's dating and there's courting. Now, if you're dating, you're go. It's recreational. You're going out, hanging out. So basically, don't pop that twat if you're on a casual. You shouldn't be popping that twat when courting either. That's the thing. Agreed. Because agreed, we're taking it back to the biblical sense of courting. Agreed. You want to honor the father. Yes, and you're getting to know someone on a different different level, seeing if you're even compatible. Right. To in the future. Pop that twat. Yeah, you're but building the relationship. we get to popping it so quick, we don't even know if we should be popping it. Yeah, you're building the relationship in order to glorify the kingdom of God, to find your significant other, and that you might be honoring him in the fact that you've withstained from, from um, not, I don't want to say sin, temptation. Sex. Sin, sin was like a heavy, yeah. heavy burden. You didn't want to lay it on. I don't want to lay that on, okay. on, on myself. Engaging in premarital sex. Right. So, I mean, I just feel like goals. Hashtag goals. Okay, so if your goal is to be married. Then find someone who to, also wants to be married. And you guys are on the same page with the courting. Yes. If your goal is just to have fun and have a little companionship. Then find somebody who wants fun and companionship. And just dating. Okay, but then this is my this is where I have a little bit of an issue. What's your issue, sister? Where, where why I think that some men consider taking someone out on a date tricky because we have some women who are not even interested in men in that capacity and they spend their time with these men Mm -hmm. for a free meal that is what they call food diggers oh hell did you (laughs) make that up no i saw a meme oh hell these women know that they have no intent of Dealing with these men, they're just here for that, the food, right? Past that encounter, they're just here for a free meal. Um, 
specifically a high-class meal that they would not treat themselves to. Which is bottom of the barrel The maestros and wherever else these these people go. (laughs) I was going to say something else, but I held my tongue. Wherever else these people choose to go, that's not right. I think that's where maybe their shrinking mentality comes from because some of these men have been used, not to make excuses, but some of these men have been used and abused. <laughs> and their resources of. have been taken advantage of because a woman was like, you know, I'm not I'm not feeling him, but hell, he paying. Let's go and take him over to Maestro's. Now that's foul. But once you get there, if you're already at Maestro's okay. and you just Let's say, talk about it. say, brother, like midway through, you're like, this isn't the kind of person I enjoy. You're already there for the meal. You might as well eat. You've already come out. Okay. You've already, you're yes. already out. I want That's food. different. If you're if you're going out on a date and then you find out mid-date that the vibe not is compatible, off. Right. And you're not compatible. Then I would hope you would end it there. But we have a few people who would milk that cow. And keep going out for dinner dates? Come on. I've seen it happen. Just make some tuna I've and stay I've seen it home. happen because they'll go out on that date and then come and complain. Girl, he's so damn irritated. I'm so tired of his Why he keep texting me? He's texting you because <laughs> you have responded to those maestros and those Ocean Prime dates. Wow. Every time it comes to a meal, you're responding. Then when he wants the casual conversation, right? we done went off on a tangent. Back to the point. The point, don't be I a, mean, well, this is all relevant. Don't be a food digger. It's all relevant. Don't be a food digger. It, don't be a food digger. And don't waste um, your time and other people's time. Yeah, your time is valuable. So if you if you can discern or decide that you want to date, then by all means, I don't think everybody's looking for or looking to be courted because we're all not looking to be married. Yes. So it's not to say that you can't have a good time or find someone who you like to go to maestros with or go to. You know, wherever people want to go, wherever, wherever, whatever that looks like for you. If you find somebody who you like to hang out with and it's platonic, do the damn thing. However, on the on the other end, we're just saying that if you're in an LTR like we are LTR, if you guys ever hear me long-term say that term relationship, yes, the long term relationship, there should be some courting and there the, should be and an the, intent. The courting should the last the relationship past the dating stage. Yeah, like God, what are the stages to this thing? The the um, I LTR. I don't think we know. I think LTR is a box that was like made a category that was made for people who are like, you didn't get courted and now you're <laughs> now you're fucking in a long term relationship. Wow. Now you've been with one person for a long time. <sighs> Shut up. So, um, courting in regards to courting, men should court women for a multitude of reasons. Yeah, they right. So um, it helps build st- a stronger relationship. Yes. The idea that you are you are engaging in acts of kindness without any request for a reward. That's important. That's key because it seems like it's mandatory. Like I done did this. Now where's my yes. treat? Where's my where's my reimbursement? So um, also the idea that you are able to be more self aware. Not you, yourself, you as in if you're a man. More self-aware, you're able to define what you want because your intention is that you're looking for your significant other, the person you want to spend forever with. And additionally, the woman that you are engaging with will be mature and will have enough dignity that she will not entertain anyone who is not looking to 
you know, marry her. Come to her with advances that are worth even entertaining. That's if you're messing we, with some thought thoughts, <laughs> then uh, you know. That's when we. That's when the woman has to come in and later be strong enough to cut ties. Once again, cut the ties if if necessary. Yes. Um. So we talked about the dating and the tricking. Also, the men in in regards to the courting, the men need to treat the women like queens. Yeah, I agree. Throughout the relationship, beginning, middle, and the end, the dating, the courting should never stop. Never stop. My mother used to tell me, "Do what you do to get the girl to keep the girl." Exactly. If you started off planning dates, um, walks on the beach, boxes of chocolates, delivering flowers to the to the job, sending little notes, sending the good morning bay text, text. I want that to to be initiated right. throughout the relationship because that's what wooed me in. Right. That's, that's not what, fair. Yeah. You put the worm off. on the hooks and you caught me. And now, now you want to stop all that behavior. And it all comes back to being intentional. Throughout the relationship, you should be intentional. It takes effort. It takes time to To maintain. get those butterflies too. To keep yes, those butterflies. Because when you first start a relationship, it's a little easier because like you it's said, new. you have the butterflies. It's new. You're excited. You, you got don't know the all that shit. Like, oh, she bit the bait. And you don't know all their drama. You don't got to clean up behind them yet. You don't. But, however, once you get past that stage, you have to be intentional to keep that feeling alive. Yes. You have to keep planning dates. You have to make time. It's not something that's just going to come. Set a couple of times per month, we're going to go on a date. Mm -hmm. So that's something to look forward to. You know every second and third Friday of the month. Okay. <laughs> you will be going on a date with Bay. Yes. The calendar will be cleared. I'm excited, Bay. We're going on a date. And that's if you all were, it takes. If you were creative in the beginning... Don't, that's not fair. No. It's not fair to lose your creativity to let the juice dry up. It's not. Like, okay, now I'm in it, and now you're just going to take away everything that I wanted to be in it for. Mm -hmm. That's like a precursor, yeah. you know? That's like watching the pre, ooh, this is, a, okay. What? Now, this is a great um, metaphor. What? That's like watching a preview on a TV. You know how commercials come on your TV? And you're like, I'm going to see Split. Right. And you get to the damn movie theater and, and it's, it's you horrible. went to go see a comedy and it's a motherfucking horror. <laughs> like, wait, I didn't come in here You for, fooled me. Right, the tomfoolery. I came to see what was previewed, what you guys released on the trailer. You guys released this on TV and said that this would be what I would be coming to see. So when I buy that movie ticket for $12 mm. and mm. sit down and I invest my time in going to see some shit that I thought I wanted to see based on what you projected, what when you I come advertised. in here, right, what was advertised, when I come in here, I want to see that. I want to see that. I don't want to see a motherfucking Disney classic if I came to see an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. You, that's like watching the previews for Split and getting the ticket and you, Maona comes on the screen. I get it. Like, didn't pay for Maona. Yeah. I paid for Split. I want Split. My money. <laughs> she wants Split. I want Split. If I pay for Split, if I seen Split, Split needs to be given. So, right. Split is a movie. Be consistent. Be intentional. He's intentional. Okay, sister. <laughs> Sister Germany, um, do keep it going. What you started with is how you're going to end it. Yes. If you were cooking in the beginning, I want you to continue to cook. Baked potato, shrimp skewer, 
Come with it. Come with Shit, it. Shit, that pisses me off. Just don't be fake. Yeah. And do it without reminder. Th- that's said. another key. Yes. Doing it without reminder. I don't want to have to prompt you. Are we going, I need to be taken out. I want to go on a date. I didn't have to tell you that in the beginning because if I did, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be, be here. here. We wouldn't. Imagine if you were getting going on a date or you were letting someone date you in the beginning and you had to hit them up like, hey, are we- it's Friday, we going out. You wouldn't even be entertaining them. And that brings me to the point that men are supposed to initiate and women respond. Yes. I need you initiating these dates, these plans, and the then I respond. The transitional steps to the relationship. Yes. We be so oh, quick to be like, I, when are we getting married? When are we moving in? I'm guilty of this. I am not putting this out on somebody else who <laughs> I can take full accountability because I've been in an LTR for um this, uh, this will be year seven. <laughs> Started. <laughs> Stutter, stutter. Girl, what? July will be seven years. And, and it has been tossed out. I want to be married or when are we getting married? When essentially, what you know what you want to do. You Brad? know, and you know what? The planting what? of the seed. Seeds are planted with actions, not with words. And so, the seeds need to be watered with action to really be planted. Because <laughs> people will plant them seeds with just talking and then we'll get, that's to, not planting we'll a get seed. to thinking we're seeing a flower. We're, no, no, no. And that's why. The seed is not planted with what you say. The seed is planted with action. So you could tell me, boo, I love you so much. You know you're the one I want to be with. Need a ring on the finger. Mm-hmm. Need the tangible evidence. That is seed planted. You're because right. you can have a thought all you want. Mm-hmm. If I think, damn, I want to be promoted at work. Until my job comes with a promotion. And until your actions match up with that thought. Then it, it doesn't matter. So, myself included, we have to take away thinking that someone is planting a seed when it's verbal. And that that's in any relationship. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Long term, short term. Friend, friend, platonic, non-sexual, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Seeds are planted with action. So, it's either you walk the walk don't care about you talking the talk. Just walk. Just get your ass to move it. Walk up out if you want to keep talking. How about that? How about that? <laughs> Catch me outside. How about that? So, point is, plant your seeds when you have action behind them. You know, if I wanted a promotion at work, I can't tell my employer, when y'all give me that promotion, I'm going to show you why I deserve it. Right. Got to do the actions. Prior to. Prior to the promo. Show that you're. Prior to the elevation. Right. You have to Show already that you're be. eligible for the promotion. T. I need eligibility. Exactly. So, um, what else? Outside of all of that, I said it already. Treat the women like the queens. Mm-hmm. In your thoughts, in your actions, in your words. People are quick to talk to you like the homie. I'm not your homie. I'm your queen. Right. I am your precious gem. And you know, people have been tossing out the queen. You want to call me queen? Treat me like a queen. Don't call me queen. Hey, queen. How you doing, queen? And then start behaving like a dog. <laughs> That's real. That's tea. Don't do that because I've seen people follow up queen with dog behavior. Uh, now you. treat Act like a king. Okay. Okay. Agreed. So, um, I think on the courting, it's that kind of. Yeah, it's clear. Basically. Courting is having an intent. Dating is recreational. Casual. So, um, yeah. Let's talk about court. I'm sorry. Cohabitation. Cohabitation. Because these two go hand in hand. 
Yeah. Now, see, I don't even got a song. You were gonna make up one. You just wanted to sing. Just wanted to. Um, so. and I think it's um more popular now to cohabitate. It's seen as essential. It's seen as the test run. Yeah, before the marriage, which is a dumbass way of putting it. Like, but again, half of us are moving in, cohabitating without any intent. And just yeah, agreed. In the last 50 years, cohabitation has went up 900%. More people, I think it's like two two thirds out of every, or two out of three couples have lived together before they decided to get married. So it's more frequent now in our society, in our community, especially I think with cost of living being so, so high, high. Yeah. you almost need a dual income to like live a comfortable life. And I think that's what drives a lot of people into it. Convenience. Convenience. It's not so much of a good idea, essentially, for the relationship, but because it's convenient for your pockets, the money. for your circumstance, you were like, we be together every day. Like, why we not might live as well. together? Then you turn into roommates. But based on statistics, because we did do some research. 40% of the couples who live, or I think it's out of all the couples who live together, only 40% end up getting married yeah fewer than 50 they end up getting divorced actually getting married and it's just like so what was the point and i think like um a lot of us think that if we cohabitate like that'll lower the risk of divorce because you get to see how this person behaves how this person lives this person's cleaning habits spending habits so like our mindset is we're figuring it out before we decide to get married. But then you just add a whole bunch of complexity to a relationship that was unnecessary. You bring in an unnecessary component to a dating relationship. Mm -hmm. You're in a dating relationship with marriage qualities. Yeah. Like, why are we living together? And and again, we are not saying that there's anything wrong with cohabitation. We're just giving various ends of the spectrum because um, we, we've we kind of gone back and forth about how nice it would be to necessarily have a dual income or have our significant others live with us. We both live separately. But I like living alone. I like not cleaning up behind anyone. I like it just being me and my dog. I, I agreed. And also... The intention is not there. There's no ring on the finger. That's TBH. There's no intention. TBH, no ring on the finger. There's no need for you to come up in here. And I really don't want to be moving in and splitting rent. I'm I'm against the splitting rent. Me personally, when I'm moving with the man, I'm going to be expecting him to take on the responsibility of the rent. So if we're <laughs> moving in and we're going to be splitting that, then I can just go find me a roommate off Craigslist. We can just roommate, me and you. There we, we go. A, we get along great. Like... It's just not worth it to me. I like my space and my time, and I'm I'm managing to pay my bills, so I'm going to continue to do that until right. there is an intent right. behind moving in together. Because like you said, you're going to be having dating issues on top of marriage issues. Mm -hmm. There comes the point of roles. Cooking, cleaning, how are we splitting this? Who's yes. taking care of this? Who's doing that? And there's no major commitment. Yes. And I really don't feel like that's something that I want to I know that that's something that I don't want to do. I definitely I don't, don't. want to have that burden on me. You're not going to be expecting me to come in for my eight-hour shift, 12-hour shift, whatever shift I work that day. <laughs> whatever it be. And expecting a hot meal. But no. we're splitting that rent. And I don't want to do that. 
That's um, the thing. But that's also an, uh, a question. There's a, many questions that you should ask yourself before you prepare to cohabitate with someone. Why? Why do you guys want to cohabitate? If it's strictly for convenience and a monetary reason, if you guys are in a position where you won't be able to like make it outside of having a roommate, then do the damn thing. But if you, as a woman, we're speaking to the ladies, <laughs> if you already have your shit together and you're living on your own and it's not hurting you to pay, of course we would all love to save more. Right. If you go from, hypothetically speaking, your rent is $1,200, and you half half these that with somebody, right, that's then 600. that six hundred you pocket in or putting towards something else, traveling, saving, spending on student loans, whatever it is. Um, but you also have to consider: Are they also just figuring shit? I ain't gotta do nothing else. I'm about to save me some money. You gonna save you some money? That's the thing. Communicate. What is the T? Like we need to know that we're on the same page. Like we're living together so that we can move towards marriage. The intentional T. We're moving together, and I'm thinking, oh, we're moving towards marriage, and he's thinking, oh, this is more convenient for me. I could get get out of my parents' home, and I get to shack up with Bay. Right. Or I'm closer to where I need to be. Right. Living with Bay. Right. Make sure you guys are on the same page, essentially. That's the views on marriage. Part. And if you're going to move in, you need to have the check-in. The the intentional, the intentionalness. Is that a word? Whatever. Sounds like one. Right. Being intentional. Tonight it is. Tonight. <laughs> tonight. Being intentional with deciding to move in together is key. Mm-hmm. If you decide, hey, you know what? I think we're going to be married. Like, we can communicate. I, I I can definitely say we'll be married or engaged in six months. Let's move in together so that we're saving, we're preparing for a wedding. Some kind of conversation needs to take place. And additionally, check there in. needs to be a check-in. Yeah. Like, okay, we move in in January. We say we will be engaged in three, four, five months. That time rolls around. Hey, where are we in regards to that goal? Mm-hmm. The check-in. Because if I think that we're going to be getting married mm-hmm. and you don't give a damn. Right. Then we're, we're missing the point of moving in together. We didn't have to add this complexity to the relationship mm-hmm. if we both didn't want to progressively move forward. Also, do you want children? Do you guys want children in the same in the same time frame, in the t- same time frame or time span, actually? Because 20% of women who are living with their significant other get pregnant within one year of that cohabitating relationship. And that takes the re- the relationship to an even further dynamic. <laughs> Complex as hell. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, is that something that you're willing to do? I remember my mom a long time ago, she was like, you don't need to be living with somebody because only thing that y'all going to be doing is having sex every night. That's-, That's the only difference that, I mean, you get the, of course, you get the companionship, you get the, I guess, the safety, quote unquote, of having a significant other living in your house because it can be a little dangerous living Mm -hmm. alone as a single black female (laughs) but i mean that is a part of it if you're already participating or having sex with your significant other what's going to happen if you're living together day in and day out sex more rabbits you took it to the next level Mm -hmm. with the rabbits but there's more sex you know what i mean because frequent because y'all going to sleep like oh y'all in the same bed it's like it's more common so if you in the pullout game club you have more chances of not pulling out. So, and like you said, the financial obligation. Whose bills are what? How are yes, we Yes, how are we, yeah. How does this Because, you know, it might become, 
well, all you have is rent and I have this, that, and the other. So you should be paying more of the rent. And then when, say, the relationship goes sour, you're almost at a divorce. You're practically divorcing because you have to split all of these finances that you combine together. If you have a dog, I can attest to this. I have been purchased a dog by a significant other and the relationship has went sour. And then we're figuring out what to do with the dog. And the dog is used as a pawn. Mm-hmm. to keep some sort of contact it gets deep when you start sharing these type of once things. you share the dog the lease the dishes the tvs then it's like okay girl it's harder to break away because what if one person wants to hold on and you that's got, the thing i got you the dog i've even had to take a dog back to the poor shelter <laughs> because of conflict but then it's kind of like also, you don't know when to let go because you guys are already in this relationship. You're sharing the fucking rent and all this other shit. Now, this is both y'all shelter where you got to live. It's like, well, I ain't leaving. Now, yeah. now who gets what? Now who, now the who idea has to of leave. the neutral space or yeah. a space war. Like, okay, me personally, I have my own apartment. If my significant other moves in here, this is my shit. <laughs> you feel me? Like, it's mine, bruh. And, and my space will, my, my things will take precedence. I don't want it to be that way. And that's way. when it gets sticky. But that's why you need to move into a neutral space. A so new space, a new apartment started new. New. So you know what's your area. You know what's mine. We can get in a whole new routine and go from there. Yes, I totally agree. Totally agree. And after experience and just reading, I can honestly say I am not for the cohabitating. I have made mistakes, but not necessarily cohabitating, but I have tossed out a key to a significant other to my apartment that's my apartment my <laughs> lease my shit for convenience why am i conveniencing you no it see i it is mm. my apartment bruh come when i, I you know what i say about the key because i've been asked for a key on what, many occasions what do you do, say come when i'm here there's that's nothing the new, that's the new policy nothing in my apartment there's nothing <laughs> not one damn thing in here that you need when i'm not here mm-hmm. when i'm here we will be here. And when I go, you we go. will go. Yeah. Exactly. We, we're we a force. If I'm coming I'm in. I'm moving by myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm a force when we're together. Come on. Yes. But it's like, <laughs> and, and I'm not saying like, okay, when I'm not in my house, you, you can't, can't be, be here. here. Right. No, but you, but don't, you have don't need a key. You don't to need come a key. in and, and entry, give me entry to the home. No, I completely agree now no. because you know what? When it was time to break away, my key was held hostage. It was in the balance. And I'm like, bruh, give me my goddamn key. <laughs> no. No, for real. Give me my key because you know what? You don't pay not damn bill in this house. And you should have never had a key to begin with. But and I then, tell you what, it will well, never be a key distributed. The only person who has a key to my house is my mama. And I think I want to give you a one, key. Yeah, I'll for, take a for, key for back up. The only one who have a key to my house is my landlord in Jesus because he always has a key. Shut up. <laughs> but let me tell you something. I only got one key. No man will no. have a key to my home unless we have both signed on that on dotted, that dotted line. line. On the lease, exactly. The cohabitation, is it gets sticky. And and I know friends who, who have cohabitated and they're married now. And I think they think it worked out great. I mean, we've never discussed it fully. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the same way that courting is um, unique for everyone, cohabitation is unique for, for everyone. Additionally, with the cohabitation, what? you slide in the shit much, much easier than you do yeah. if you were intentional. 
when you're when you decide to live with somebody or they're always at your house they just somehow slide in and decide to move in it's like you slide into decisions versus deciding Mm -hmm. for a decision or being intentional with a decision oh all my stuff already here i'm here all the time i'm so close to your house that happened to me before when i was a young tyke what happened i think i was probably like I think it was like the first or second year of college. I was with someone. They were a couple years older than me. I was still living at home, and they lived on their own. See, using their resources, trying right. to trying to adult. But I was else's. I was contributing, but I was still living at home, and they were I think three three or four years older than me, and they had their own place, and their house was closer to my school. Mm-hmm. So my stuff started fucking compiling <laughs> right. over there. Girl, we broke up. I had to move. It's like a move out. I'm like, give me all my shoes. <laughs> it was like a lot. So my point is. The more and more things you collect over or the more frequent you're there or you leave things, you end up sliding in and then shit, you might as well move in. That's what it turns into. Mm-hmm. You might as well move in. And then you move it in and it's, we might as well get married. It's like a convenience. Yeah. We might as well have a baby. Like, no, I don't want to might as well do nothing. Right. Like, let's decide. To do these things. Let's decide. I don't want to slide. Decide, not slide. Decide, not slide. That's- in 2017. In 2017, for life. beyond. Right, for life. Um, what else do you have to say about cohabitation? Um, you know, my mind just went blank because I did have something else to say, but now I'm like, what else did I have to say about cohabitation? I also, it's not a matter that you can't cohabitate with your partner. If you are an older girlfriend, you're a mature girlfriend, you're in a mature relationship, Maybe you don't want to be married. That's not your jam. You just want to live with your significant other. You find a great partnership or companionship in them. That's fine also. But um, it's a matter of our maturity and when we're making these decisions to cohabitate. And I... Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, no. You finish. There was a study that people who got married or cohabitated um, under 23, if they were decided to get married there was a 60 percent chance of divorce they showed a 60 percent chance of divorce whereas people who are 23 and older that number declined by about 30 percent and that's because we're more financially stable by that time we're finishing college mm-hmm. we're just a little bit more mature so it might ne- not necessarily be that you're cohabitating but it might be the age that you're deciding to cohabitate or take on these really life-changing life-altering concrete because marriage should be concrete and when you're living with someone and inviting them into your home that should also be like a pretty serious commitment it that de- i agree it definitely should be serious it definitely should be something that you put a lot of thought into and again thought. something that you don't just do out of convenience like i'm living with my parents and i would much rather live with you yes take the necessary steps to get out of your parent, like if you can only move out of your parents' house because of someone else's dying, you might have a little bit more work to do. Were you saying something about like a serial cohabitator? Oh yeah, they were saying. Um, what I I read an article saying that um, serial cohabitators have a greater chance of divorce because they're just doing it out of convenience. It's no intent behind them moving in with these people. It's just what they're used to. Like I'm used to being. In close quarters with... Another person. Yes. So it's not like, you know, you have any intent to further the relationship. It's just the routine. Like, we going together, I'm moving my shit in. Uh, Right. The slide in. Yeah. The slide in. The slide in. I'm pretty sure 
we would have different perspectives if we had engaged in living with someone we both never lived. I just don't want to. I agree. I mean, I've gone back and forth about, like, you know, I would like, at, no, before, before mm-hmm. my research and before being this 28-year-old that I love being, <laughs> um, I did think about, like, oh, you know, we should move together or you should move here based on, of course, you know, financial I, I feel very secure financially, but it's also like, well, you're paying rent where you are. So what if you didn't feel secure? Do you think you would? Then be- it would be different. And that's what I was saying. That other end of the spectrum that most people maybe it's an idea of, you know, some people are making X amount of money every month and it's not feasible for them to pay everything by themselves. And I get that, but I still don't think that's enough reason to just move in with someone. But that would encourage a- me to figure out a way to make it work because... Buki, if you didn't have any other... If you had a job that you were making less than comfortable rate and you, like, you live in here, your mom's in the Bay, you necessarily don't have any other resource, but you were right. saying you would just get a roommate versus living with your significant other? Yes, I would get a roommate or I would get another job. I would, I would because be like, I do not want No, I don't want to be tied to a significant other at that capacity. I just don't want to have that on me. Me I personally. Agree. I agree, but I think we I would probably find would another way. I'm not going to not going to force it. I think we would have different perspectives if we weren't financially secure. No, because it's been a point where I have had roommates and I've had a significant other. Like, I've been... But what if your significant other was to the point where he wanted to move out as well? If he wanted to move out with the intent to marry, okay. But if he wanted to move out with the intent to to just just do what we've been doing, then no. No. Okay, okay. It would be an absolute no. Actually, a hell no. No. And the hell. It'll be a no. I'm not interested. I mean, I'm definitely not interested at this point, like because I said. Because if, that, if that's the case, we could just move in now, and I can just save it even more money. Right. I mean, I'm not interested. I I take care of everything here, and it's not a burden to me. I just feel like, what what would it change my life for you to come here? That That's how I feel. Like, I really enjoy being 28. I keep saying 28. You loving that. I fucking love you it. You need to put, take a picture of you at 28 and it put it right there it. on the wall. I mean, I can't wait to be 30 either. I'm just so happy with where I am right now and my independence. That's really what I'm saying. The person that I am right now today um, really enjoys her independence, really enjoys being a young, thriving woman who is accountable and independent and fruitful all by herself so it's not that i'm being like i am woman hear me roar but i'm also (laughs) saying that what what are you bringing to the table to the point that i need to alter everything that i got going on when there's no intention to change the dynamic i was gonna say bring it to the table and plans to elevate because if we're gonna stay at the same level then you stay where you at at the same table the solange what is really the the point right there's no point because you know what essentially we're lessening the financial part, but we're picking up more responsibilities. Okay, now you're cooking for two, you're cleaning Grocery for shopping two, for two, washing clothes for two. Oh hell, the cleaning for two. You 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 with took the four one commitment. Uh, it, say that again. Cleaning for two, cooking for cl- for two, and whatever else I said for laundry. two. Laundry, laundry for two, with the four one pinky up commitment. <laughs> Only one. <laughs> Only one person committing, and that's you to you. Mm-hmm. I need commitment from the other you, the other person. The, the other person. other person. So I agree. I mean, 
Nothing against cohabitation. Never, but of course, this is our podcast and we're sharing our outlook on it. Ours. So this is not God advice. You you feel me? It's not. God given. It's not by the Bible. Yeah, but we're just saying that at this point, at this age, where we are after... And you know what? And after considering it and then going back and reevaluating yes. it, that's what it's all about. Yes. Um, not saying that. It's just not, it just doesn't make sense for us. If it makes sense for you, just ask yourself why. I think with anything, be smart. Really make sure that your intention is there, that you're identifying what it is. The why. The why, yeah. Why it is you want to do this. If it's just because everybody's moving together this is yes. what you feel like you should be doing based on what you've seen in our society and our culture. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it has to be done. If you're not to the point where you hurting for nobody else's financial contributions, then do your own thing, girl. Drink you some wine and shit. Get a dog. I feel like maybe it's because, like, I had roommates. I lived in the dorm for a split second. That definitely didn't work for me. And then, sorry, excuse me. Um... And then I had roommates, and then I was practically forced to live on my own because my best friend got married, and then that's what pushed me into the living on my own. The solo. And the living on my own was, like, the most liberating experience ever for me. Like, I just really enjoy the living on my own experience, and I think that everyone should experience that for once in their life. It is just amazing to come into your apartment, (laughs) do your thing, buy your damn self. Yeah. No significant other. No children. I think everyone should experience that at some point in their life. It is fucking amazing, okay? And th- and I think that is what I mean when I say that I really enjoy being a thriving 28. And I say 28 because there's so much um, liberation and so much preciousness in being like not like old but not young. Yeah. I'm just in a very, very um, unique space. You know what I mean? Especially feeling secure at, in my career choice and like being done with school and so on and so forth. I feel that way. Like I love being here by myself. I like it when my significant other is here too. I can enjoy that in spurts. Yes. But I like, like you said, coming in here, I know when I set a glass down, I know when I buy juice. It, the juice will be there. The juice will be there. You put something in the, re- in the refrigerator, it'll be there when you return. And that sounds petty, but we're just to, we're just really speaking to the fact that there's so much liberation in the fact that you're doing it by your damn self. It feels good. You're not hurting doing it. So it's kind of like, why add all this other convoluted um, complexity to a relationship when it hasn't proven or shown? I don't want to say proven. When have shown that you're ready for that? It's going to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if we're ready for the marriage, then slide the ring on the finger, and that that's different. Then we can talk, talk about, about next step. Next step, neutral space, so on and so starting forth. A new, starting, starting a our new, starting our life, starting a new aspect. If but not, to force it at this point, Bay's gonna keep 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 this going. I right love here. it. Okay, I love it. So, in a nutshell, I think that. We've kind of dibbled and dabbled. This podcast was much longer than typical. Um, we 45 minutes in, girl. Mm. So hopefully, guys, this was timely. Hopefully it meets you where you are and you can relate or it resonates to some capacity. If you want to reach out to us, we'll leave everything down in the show notes. It go down. So um, feel free to reach out to us. Tell us what you guys thought about that theme music. 
yes. Brittany really wants to know. I really want feedback. I want to know if you're feeling the pretty color girl. Okay. It's stupid. Um, and hopefully we will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace out. Peace out.